You're listening to the Legend Vest Podcast for Entrepreneurs. Whether you're just getting started or been in business for many years, we take a deep dive into what it takes to truly become successful. It's time to level up your business and your personal life. Now, please welcome your hosts, Jameson and Courtney Gavin. What's up, legends? We have a phenomenal episode here today. It's the original Jameson Gavin, and this is the Legend Vest Podcast. Some of you might know me as JG, and I wanted to do an episode today about five ways to invest in yourself. This is a practical episode, so this is going to give you steps, and these are going to give you tips on how to actually invest in yourself. As we've been building the podcast, as we've been you know, gaining a lot of followers and people are subscribing and liking the channel, one of the things people are asking us is how do we actually invest in ourselves? So I wanted to do this episode just to talk about five ways that I think you need to begin today investing in yourself. So don't wait until you know tomorrow. Actually start writing these things down today. Start applying them today. And let's get this puppy rolling. So number one is definitely going to be creating goals. Many people know the acronym SMART, S-M-A-R-T, when it pertains to goals. And I absolutely agree with the acronym. I think that every piece in that acronym is 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 a key. I think the the bigger part of why people don't actually set their set their goals and achieve them is because they just give up. They don't focus on attaining that goal for the long term. So they create these goals in the beginning of the year, you know, two months in, one month in, three months in, they're out. They're out the game. You know, it's like three strikes, they're gone. They didn't hit it in three months, they're out. What I encourage you to do is to set these goals, use a smart method and continue and persevere, right? The person who does not just give up is the person who succeeds. Everybody's going to fall. Everybody's going to get hit by the obstacles. You know, if you ever seen the uh, some of those obstacle course races and there's things flying around and they're like throwing balls at them or whatever and they get knocked down, everybody's going to get hit, right? It's not about you failing. It's not about you getting knocked down. It's about you persevering and you figuring out, hey, I want to stay in this and I will succeed. So the SMART method is you want to be specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. I'll say that again. You want to be specific. So your goal needs to be specific. It needs to be targeted. It needs to be focused, laser focused, very specific. It needs to be measurable. I think that's one of the the the, the first keys in attaining your goal. It has to be measurable. If there's no way to measure, hey, am I achieving this goal Hey, am I succeeding in this goal? It has to some way be measurable, gradable, right? Uh, the next one's going to be attainable. So is it actually possible for me to do this? Am I trying to establish a human colony on the planet Jupiter, right? Is it actually attainable for you to do? And then you say by tomorrow, right? Is that attainable for you to do? It needs to be relevant. So relevant is going to be relevant to you, relevant to your goals relevant to what you're trying to do in life and it needs to be relevant to your life the last one is timely so when you don't put a time frame around a goal it's you're really just dreaming it's just you know you just say hey man you know uh i want for me actually one of one of my goals was to actually purchase a gtr so it was one of my goals for the longest it was a dream car for quite a while and then i actually moved that dream into an actual goal and i said okay you know by this day, by my 25th birthday, and I had an official goal that I'm going to buy, uh, you know, brand new Nissan GTR in red, black edition, et cetera, et cetera. So 
the thing is, when you're focusing on the goals, if you don't set a time frame around it, it just becomes like this mythical being that never actually happens. It becomes this thing that's up on a shelf that is just like, man, that's my dream car. That's my my dream goal is to employ 50 people or to have, you know, three passive income businesses. That's 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 a goal. Or you say that's a dream and it never happens. You have to put actual actions and steps behind it. And then that dream becomes a goal. So moving on from there, the next thing I want you to focus on, folks, is investing your time into creativity and happiness. So that's so important. I think people don't really focus on their happiness and their creativity. So for me, my happiness actually comes from my creativity. It's it's kind of amazing. And I get my creativity from spending time focusing on making sure that I stay creative. And one of those ways that I stay creative is travel and just doing new things. So I find for myself, and you may be the same, if you're an entrepreneur, a lot of entrepreneurs actually fall into this category. When we want to be creative, we need to get out of our norm. We need to see and be around different things. If you're like me, that means traveling. That means getting around new things. That means not being in the same space every single day. So I, I can recall, you know, growing a lot of businesses and especially in some big businesses that, that I've decided to, you know, pursue. And in the, the thick of it, I would actually move my office, you know, either to a park, you know, for a week, literally with a laptop or, you know, my phones or whatever. Or I would move to, you know, like a different city just for a week and just work out of that city, even if I had no business in that city. And just to just to change my environment, to be creative, to adapt, to put myself in a different position, to see things differently. And, you know, it's so amazing. Another one is one of our homes in downtown Orlando. We lived uh, in a high rise. We lived up like 30 floors and it was my first time ever, like really being that, you know, like living uh, the high rise living. And there were so many you know, narratives where I would just, you know, just think in my mind, you know, man, just being at this level allows me to see things that other people who are not at this level allow me to see. And obviously, when you live in a high rise, some things that you're able to see that people on the on the ground can't see. One thing is actually weather. So we all know that the weatherman in any city is doesn't know half the things that they're talking about. Right. They really can only see the weather predicted about 24 hours out. But from an hour by hour basis, just getting raising your elevation, you're able to see where the clouds are, where the weather is, and you're able to actually see where it's moving and where it's going. So, you know, in in a synergy or in another analogy, a way to, to put this into life, I began to understand just by changing my position of where I am on this planet, I can actually predict and see things differently and I can prepare for what's happening. And so... You know, I don't want to get too deep in this episode, but um, I began to learn that by raising my own elevation, I can help those who aren't able to raise their elevation at the current time. And by doing that, I can actually help them prepare for what I see is happening in the future. And so, you know, it's just it's just it's kind of amazing um, when you really sit down and think about it. But by you becoming a legend by you investing in yourself by you setting your goals becoming creative allowing that to increase your happiness 
you not only help yourself, you leave a legacy and you begin to help others. You can tell others and teach others how to weather the storm, where to move, where to go. When it comes to creativity, I really find for me is being in different environments, being seeing different things, um, you know, just changing my space, my physical location to change my mental location. And it for me, it always works. It always works. And the happiness part of that is if you're not happy, you're not helping nobody. You're helping zero people on this planet by, by being not happy. And so if you're like me as well, and you desire to help people, you desire to increase people's lives and their well-being, you are required to be happy. You are required to be comfortable in your own skin. You are required to focus on making sure that you uplift not only yourself, but the people who are watching you. When it boils down to it, folks, creativity brings happiness. Those who are happy, their creative juices are flowing. They're not sitting around saying, man, I don't know what to do, man. I, I don't know. I don't know my purpose. When you're happy and you're walking in your purpose, the, create, the juices start flowing. If the juice is not flowing, folks, I encourage you, change your physical location, change your headspace, and become happy, and the juices will flow. So the next one I want to talk about is one I'm very passionate about, and that's reading books. So I love to read books. Um, every year, I set a goal on how many books I want to read. Sometimes uh, the goal goes down, sometimes the goal goes up, just depending on what I'm actually trying to accomplish in this particular calendar year. I've done the whole, you know, read one book a week, so 52 books in, in a year. I've done, the, uh, you know, just listen to a podcast, like like 10 podcasts every day. I've done that for years. Um, I've, I've done different levels of this. I've done the Audible, where you're listening to, uh, you know, to Audible books. Um, I've done all of that. And what I find for me is about... One to two books a month is about what, what focus and blends well for me and my lifestyle. Four of those books I pick in the beginning of the year. The rest of the year, I allow what I'm going through or what I'm kind of focusing on in my goals to actually dictate what book I'm going to read. Now, for me, I don't just read a book. Every book that I read, I create a journal on that book and how I feel that the writer or what the world is trying to teach me about this particular topic. So, one of the books, um, just to give you one, um, was it was like the the new case for gold, right? So I wanted to learn about um, about investing in gold and uh, you know in silver and things like that and coins or whatever. Not to say that I would do it, but I just wanted to just gain some knowledge around it, right? To understand it. And so one of the first books that I read was actually the new case for gold. Great book. Um, and I wrote an entire journal how I felt that I, if I wanted to invest in gold, what I needed to do, how it would apply to me and my family and my own life, um, the percentage of my portfolio that I felt, you know, that would be, I would be comfortable in investing in this particular, uh, you know, this particular asset or mineral. And so, you know, I find it that if I don't actually write things down while I'm reading the books and, and, and trying to apply it to my life, a lot of those principles just go out the window. So I know a lot of people who read like tons and tons of books. And this is just this is just facts. I'm not trying to throw shade at, any, at anyone. But a lot of professors, right, uh, read a lot of books, but they themselves have not applied all of those things to actually do something and to change their life. Many professor, professors at universities are not wealthy, even though they have read and they understand and have knowledge in a ton of different things. So I don't think it's just about reading the book. 
It's about keeping the knowledge and applying that knowledge. For me, I do that by writing down and, and actually writing down how would I apply this and how do I apply this lesson to my life. So these are ways, folks, of how you're going to invest in yourself. And you have to remember, if you're not applying that book to yourself, you're just reading it. It's just the newspaper. It's just the magazine. How do you apply those key principles to yourself? One of our favorite books is um, is The Millionaire Mind. Another one, uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. So that literally, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill is a large book. And so the journal behind that is a very large journal. And every time I read that book, I find different things. And I'm like, man, I don't even think this sentence was in it, the, you know, the fourth time I read this book. But the fifth time I read the book, I'm like, man, I see something totally different. I encourage you to write down as you write, um, even if it's on your phone. A lot of my journals are just on my phone because I do a lot of traveling. So I don't like to actually carry a physical book with me. And I just keep that on my phone and I'm literally writing down my, my notes on my journal, you know, what and how this is going to apply to my life. You know, the next thing that I want to talk to you about is attending seminars and workshops. Now, this is very con- uh, controversial to some people because I know individuals who who really do believe in, you know, the seminar game and they've asked for their money back on certain seminars. Um, I've never attended a seminar where I felt like I needed my money back, but I have attended many seminars where I felt like I was just being sold to. I think that you have to be careful on who you listen to and the goal of the seminar. Um, The fact is everybody on this planet needs money to survive. It is just how it is. The way that the world works, you can blame Adam, you can blame Eve, you can blame blame whoever you want to blame. doesn't really matter. Um, But it's just the way that it works. And so without physical resources, you will not live. So if they're selling things at these seminars, they're selling it because they got to eat. They they have kids, too. Now, which seminars you choose to go to is what I think you need to focus on. I typically go to seminars um, that are related to some of my goals or things that I want to learn at at those given moments. Um, Also, I think. A better way to dictate which seminar to go to is to surround yourself with people who also go to seminars because they're going to tell you, no, don't go to this guy's seminar. That thing was a piece of trash. Right. And you can do the same thing. And you have to also elevate yourself to a certain level, because if you're not elevating your own self and investing in yourself, some of these things that people are going to teach you and tell you is a bunch of crap. And they're going to tell you things that. If you don't already have a base level or at least a base belief and are strong in yourself, you're going to fall into everything that they're saying. And then you're going to just wipe your whole bank account out trying to do what they trying trying to do what they're telling you to do. You know, I can recall and I'm not going to say the seminar's name because it's a very famous brand. And, you know, I just don't want to throw shade at their brand. But I can recall being at a seminar with uh, with the missus and. A gentleman said, you know, basically on the lines of we only had five people, you know, sign up for our master course or whatever. um, And they go. So, you know, why didn't everyone sign up? And then he goes on to say, you know, if you're saying because you don't have the money, you know, I don't want to hear that. He's like, everyone in this room has a credit card. So call your bank right now. Step out of here. Call your bank right now and tell them to raise your credit score. He says, raise raise your credit score at least $1,000, and then you'll give me the $1,000, and then you'll grow your life. 
And so I just felt like that was just a bad approach <laughs> for me personal, right? I'm in the game of sales. Um, I enjoy selling to people uh, a product or a service that I truly believe in. But when it comes to that level and you're asking someone literally to raise their credit, their, uh, their credit limit so they can give you money and you know that if they're raising the credit limit and they don't have the money, that already means that they're maxed out on their credit, young guy. Actually, he was not a young guy. He was, he, he was, he was probably in his 50s or 60s. And if they're raising the credit, that probably means that they're not great at managing their credit if they're already maxed out on the credit. So um, not a great idea. And of course, we did not pursue or continue with that uh, with that that guy's advice and that company's advice. So, you know, it's things like that. I think you need to truly understand and raise your level because it's the same thing as how people get involved in cults, right? They go to churches or they go to seminars or, or groups and they're they're so low, right? They're they're at a point where their happiness is just low. Their creative juices are not flowing. They don't have goals. They don't have any feeling of purpose. And then they go into these groups or into these churches or whatever and then someone tells them, you know, to do this and do that and do this and do that and then they start following it because they see the guy has this or they see the girl has that. And then they begin to try to follow these steps. And the next thing you know, like they're involved in these cults. And I mean, this is real stuff, folks. I mean, you, you guys watch the news. There's people and, you know, in the on TV, in the major acting industry, you know, um, who are involved in these things. And these things come out all the time, every couple of years. So you have to focus on investing in yourself and investing in yourself, ladies and gentlemen, is increasing your happiness is increasing who you are on this planet. If these are ways that you're going to do that. So last but not least, I think this is probably the biggest one on here. Um, it's going to be getting a mentor or a coach. Now, I do think that every single person on this planet should have a mentor. Whether your mentor is a business mentor, whether it's a relationship, uh, like a relationship goal, like uh, if you're married or you're engaged or you're a couple, and then you have another couple who are like your mentors of who you look up to to kind of help you guide, you know, your your marriage or your relationship. I think that's important. I think uh, even a health mentor, right, is is important. Someone's going to keep you on your health game because if you ain't healthy, you ain't going to be able to, to leave no legacy because you don't have enough time to do it. So, um, you know, getting a mentor or a coach will help guide you to achieve these goals that you're setting along the way. You will need these coaches to motivate you. You will need these coaches to impart into your lives. You will need these people to tell you, yes, I was there. I, I literally where you are today, I was there a few years ago or 10, 20 years ago. And this is what I did to get out of that. This is how I moved and navigated this particular obstacle to get around it over or just to flip and bust through it. So mentors and coaches are there to help you achieve your goal. Don't look like or don't even say, you know, I don't need any help. I don't need anybody to help me because the quickest way for you to reach these goals is to find someone who's already achieved it. Pretty much everything that you want to do, almost everything on this planet that you want to do has been done before by somebody. Almost everything. The things that have not been done on this planet, you're going to still need. You're probably going to need more help on the things that have never been done on this planet than the things that have. So gain a mentor, gain a coach. You can choose to find them how I found them. You can choose to, you know, to, to pay for them. You can choose to offer them services. You can choose to just work for them. Um, you can just ask directly. I mean, 
You have to be comfortable with investing in yourself. You have to make that a priority. And so a part of that is staying on the journey of achieving all of your goals. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. Those are five ways um, that you are going to be able to invest in yourself. Those These are action items I need you to do today. Get up off the couch. If, if you're listening to me at home, put down the dishes, get your, note, get your notepad out and start writing these things down. Apply them. If you're in the car, say the episode, right? Say, hey, Siri, and then go from there. And then, you know, you can start moving. Um, but you got to stay focused, guys. You have to apply these things. And I hope, I really do hope that you listen to this and you apply this stuff. So these are five ways to invest in yourself. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you have any questions, you know where to find us, legendvest.com. You can find me at jamesongavin.com. You can hit me on the I and the G, Jameson F. Gavin uh, on Instagram. And this is the Legend Vest podcast. Thanks again.